0: Tars World of Gaelic Games. Hello and welcome to the TC Tars World of Gaelic Games on Monday the 16th of October. Thanks to Frank Tang for an excellent edition of Kilkenny today. Frank will be back again on Wednesday for more great conversations and insights in Kilkenny and congratulations to everyone involved in the Dance 4 production. And it's great to see it was rewarded as well. So well done to everyone involved. Coming up on tonight's show, we'll be looking back at all the hurling action where we now know the finalists in the J.J. Cavanagh and Sons Junior Hurling Championship and also the St. Canice's Credit Junior Senior Hurling Final. We'll have all the camogie action with Aoife Lanigan and I'll run down some, through some handball news. If you'd like to get in touch with us, we'd love to hear from you. Text us in on our taxback.com line on 086-353-7782 and that's the Clune Company or you can phone us in on 56 776 or you can message us on WhatsApp on 087- Four zero one one eight eight seven. As always, I'm joined in the studio by Ian Butler, Nikki Brennan, and C- Patrice, and Kieran Maloney. Good evening, lads. Good evening, Kieran. suppose, as we start off with the games in order there on Saturday, the two junior semi finals were in the park. Um, Nikki and
1: uh were too strong for Dixborough in the first one. Didn't see that, Kieran. We were out and done more at the under 13, but by all accounts, uh, they were. Now, having said that, I think the Borough still scored a goal and 21 points you know, which was a big score. Now, Ciarán, I know, Muldowney was at the game, um, so he'd be able to give you maybe more hands-on, but the feeling was that they got goals... They got throws for the goals, handy enough as well. But 121 was still a decent score for the Borough to get, even though they did play a second fiddle and were well beaten in the end. So um, I always felt Tuller were going to be a team in the final anyway. I felt I always we have the two. It's like the intermediates. We have the two best teams in the final in the intermediate, and we have the two best teams in the in the junior. We'll talk about the scenery later on uh, because I think they're there as well. But leave that aside. So the two best teams are in the junior. And Tuller have really got momentum uh, from the start. They didn't overdo it in the league. They were, uh, kind of took a cavalier attitude to it, but they did get going. Now, they, they, they have been fading a bit in matches and maybe been not always dominating the full game, but uh, they'll be, they, they've achieved what they want to achieve up to now. They're in Nolan Park next Saturday for the County Junior Final. That's what they wanted to do, and they'll be happy with that. Yeah,
0: Kieran, you were in at those games. What were your thoughts on them?
2: Yeah, I, I actually just got the first game here on the Dixborough and Tulliver Rasperken game. Uh started off very competitively. The borough were right in it, picking off some nice points, but uh, it was Tulliver asking all the questions. And once they got a couple of goals in the first half, you feared that it was over as a contest, and, and that's how it transpired. I thought physically uh, Dixburg just simply weren't able for the taller Ross Birkin players especially the forwards uh, Wally caused absolute havoc in there so he, he scored 1-6 from play very very good performance but even outside of that Keane who would 1-2 from play Marty Murphy would 1-3 from play like that's fair going at junior level now you know to see three forwards racking up what is that three eleven between them from play and um, they were backed up then by an industrious midfield in Jamie Ling and Coleman O'Sullivan and a strong half backline Larry Murphy in particular uh, heard very well Pat Hartley you know Pat did what Pat does he sits in that pocket and kind of dominates and gets good balls up to the forwards Um and you know, I always say that the teams with the forwards win, and certainly here on a junior level, you look at any team who's ever won the junior championship. They have at least two very good forwards. Tuller and can have, you know, they have four very good forwards there at any one time. Dangerous players. They can get scores. Uh, the Borough well, look, they'll be disappointed. It wasn't a great performance from them. I know they scored one twenty one. The goal was right near the end, and some of the points were there were kind of cancellation scores more than anything when they were 7, 8 and 10 points down you know uh, they didn't ask enough questions they just didn't ask enough questions and uh, uh, you have to do that if you're in a county semi-final is throw caution to the wind leave nothing behind you and have a go and they'll probably feel that they just didn't do that you know but uh, that's not to take anything away from Tuller or Rosberg. and they were excellent they hurled very very well they were very strong huge determination you could spot it as I was walking in they were warming up right in front of me and they were shouting and roaring of one fierce determination now, and even during the match when they were well up and it was almost over on the clock they were still barking at one another when there was a mistake made there was going to be no letting up no standards were going to slip and you know you need that to win anything and they have a good chance now they're in the final
0: Yeah you talk your on of uh, good forwards that won the junior championship look at the difference one made there yesterday you know Conor Kelly came in when he was junior he he was a standout player that year in the county final against yourselves you know so he scored know, 12 or 13 points that yeah, uh, didn't he you, you know, know. And, Made a difference it yesterday.
2: Made a difference. Uh, it just, uh, it, it stuck with me. Henry said it on the Sunday game one time and on one of the live Sunday games a few years ago now, and it just stuck with me since then. He's dead right. Like, the teams are the best forwards win the games.
0: Yeah, no, definitely. And it's brilliant as well to see, you know, that minor A team that they had that just lost out in early, The likes of Cottle Mooney, Larry Murphy, Marty Murphy, and Danny Glennon, you know, all coming through now as well, on top of all the experience to have there as well. You know, there's a lot of lads in that team now that have wore underage black and amber jerseys. So, you'd be... Look, It's now's the time for them to really kick on, isn't it?
2: Yeah, they have a good chance now. Um, they'll be disappointed, but was it the year before they, uh, they only just lost the semi-final, I think, wasn't it? The final. Or the last, final, yeah. yeah. The final, that's right. And they didn't have a great campaign last year, but by God, they're going about making amends this year.
0: Yeah, definitely. Um, Pat, the second semi-final then, you know, Wayne will <coughs> feel disappointed. You know, the just a few mistakes cost them in the end, and Freshford, you know, getting through another skin of their teeth.
3: Yeah, and uh, I suppose the worrying thing I think for Freshford is that they're not scoring points. You know, they're relying on the goals, and there were, what, uh, those 15, 17, 18 minutes that they were scoring in the second half, you know, where the goals kept a minute and kind of kept their nose in front in the first half. So that'll be a bit of a, that'll, that'll bother them a bit, you know, going into the final. But they have, they have look, the two, the two teams in the final have fair firepower. Mm. you know and uh, I'm not sure about uh, you know whether the the, the Lacton's uh, you know having um, uh, moving James Maher up the field I, I'm I, I'm not too gone on that idea I, I saw them playing a couple times earlier this year it was that what I call nearly a dream half back line you know and to be a case get past that line uh, if you can mm. and uh, even though we're, you know they were all attacking as well from that play, from that position they were all getting a couple of scores and making a an scourge up the field you know and it was, it was danger all the time uh, I, but anyway we're all great at picking other people's teams and running <laughs> other people's business
0: <laughs> <laughs> Yeah Nicky you, yeah. you highlighted that last week I did I,
1: I totally agree I would absolutely play James Maher I think in fact I'd go as far as to say I'd play James Maher centre back on Wally on Wally Walsh next next Saturday. I think that and let Brian Kennedy be, become a left half back but also in the sweeper role. A bit like
0: David uh, Blanchfield
1: yesterday. Exactly. Exactly. Well, yeah. Exactly. I think that's important. I think th- they're not getting enough of a James Marrow up front. Look at they have they have um Cahill Leary should start. I mean they have Liam Hickey starting, they have Shane Donnelly. Uh, I didn't bring the program with me there now, so you got the program, I mean, Raymond. and Cahill, Hickey in those. Lines, yeah, you have Maher. Cahill Hickey as well and Darramar. So I mean, they have plenty. Paddy Kilian is a good strong player also. I think they have plenty. They don't need to play James Mar in the forwards. They get more out of them up back in the half back line, and I think that's where I would I would put him in there in the half back line. I would put him in centre back on one Walter Walsh. Uh, you need a bit of a physicality and height to compete with Walter Walsh. I understand he got a couple of balls in the in the first half, of the last day, and just waltzed through them and uh, you know he'll do that he's, he's, he's going to deliver for his club he's don't you know, have a huge regard they think a lot of Walter Walsh all the other Lunger lads who were playing on that team they've looked up to him now as a, as a real leader and uh, they, will, they will want to win it for themselves but for him as much as anybody else and, uh, but i from a fresh point of view they got out of jail big time for the second week in a row and uh, Wine Gap will have left Nolan Park feeling, feeling very down in the dumps because they really the best team lost the match that's being blunt about it uh, but you have to say to Freshford they're hanging in in those matches they're digging out the results and it's not a bad way to be going into a county final still because no. right now the favourites are Turner yeah
0: it's aiming um, the battle of the black and number now in the final and uh, as Nicky said you know Freshford have a lot to work on and you'd wonder they told her, you know, they put in a great display, but sometimes you're better to come through a
4: battle hard in semi final. Maybe, you know, maybe, yes. Sometimes you know, they say semi finals are to be won, not to be remembered. So you have to do it, put in the performance again the next day. But, um, you know, Freshford, like, people forget two years ago, November 2021, they were ahead against Glenmore at half time in the county final of an intermediate game. So they were 30 minutes away from senior. 12 months later, they were relegated. So, do you know, like, the, for me, the, they've underachieved the last couple of years. Um, I don't think they should. To be junior, like they're, they're going to have to come up and win now the next time, put the effort in, like to get up. But for me, they shouldn't be in this position. If you mm. look back at their farm over the last and couple of years. And
3: fresh for the same. How's
4: that? Yeah. Fresh the yeah, they were in the inter- intermediate, intermediate final county final. Yeah. Right?
0: Yeah.
3: yeah. And last year, then they were
4: relegated. Mm.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Do you know? So. so. Do you
3: know? A mir- mirror of each other. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And in jerseys as well,
3: Pat. Yeah, that's
0: right. Yeah. Yeah, you know, the whole was, lot. Yeah. No, it's, know, a, it's a great point, I mean, yeah, yeah. and Yeah. You know, like, as well, we we're after saying, I know, the last couple of years on the show, like the, the contesting a minor A, set, like final, you know, and then with the experience that to have there, you know, there's really no the time to be kicking on and fresh with the same, you know, after being there thereabouts and under. Yeah, age, I yeah. think
3: there was a bit of a transition with with Tulloher, though. Mm-hmm. Uh you know, that the team that was there, uh, that got you know in that final a few years ago, maybe had. Older players that have moved on a bit uh, that have been there for uh, a century before, you know, a lot of them were playing a, a good bit. And uh, I think that minor A and those teams are that those players are coming through now. You know, uh, that I, I, I think this is their this is
0: when yeah. they are coming through. You yeah, they need to drive it yeah. on now. Yeah, 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 yeah definitely. Eamon, um, the first semi final and senior semi final in the park yesterday, uh, with Auckland Gales and Bennis Bridge. No, cracking save first half. Maybe kind of the pace dropped a small bit in the second half. But you know, um, Lachlan's now back in the county final where they want
4: to be. Yeah, and I suppose going into yesterday's game, I kind of probably fancy Bridge probably on recent form to kind of go in, and you'd be kind of looking at the battle between Liam Blanchfield and Hugh Lawler. But it nearly didn't materialise in terms of for a long time, and a lot of that was down to all Lachlan's, And in fairness, uh, Steve Murphy pulled off a good few saves in the in the goal from the Bridge chances in the first half, and then at the other end, you had Owen Wall and that, and Conor Kelly came on and made a big difference. So, you know, ended up with 3-16, like, so they, they, they got the goals, and like Kieran said earlier, you know, goals win games and forwards and that. But um, also, I think O'Loughlin's did what they kind of had to do to win, you know. There was a period there when Liam Blanchfield got the ball in the second half, was running through, and, you know, the way he was pulled down from, from kind of out far. But at the other end, I thought O'Loughlin's probably got in a bit easier, do you know, did, so yeah, it, was no, a, it was just a small thing like that. And, you know, sometimes you have to be on the line just to, you know, just to win a game and I thought of Lachlan's game management and they did what they had to do to win and they were well deserving of their victory. Yeah, like Nicky, as Eamon said there, you know, say,
0: Lachlan's stopped the goals going in and like say, Lachlan scored three goals and there was no no... Bridgeman really coming towards the on-running forward, you know, they never gave him the option to make up his mind whether he was going to pass it or shoot, you know, and got in for the three goals there, and I said the Bridge would be very disappointed with us.
1: yeah, once one Wall got the ball, his first inclination is to attack, attack, and uh, take on his marker, so that's, that's very good, but I would say, I thought a big incident in the game was Kevin Blanchfield's injury early on. Mm. If Kevin Blanchard was there for a full game, he would have been a huge asset to them. They didn't have Kieran Brennan to bring on as a sub either because of injury. So I mean, they, they, you know, at this stage of the championship, if you're down a couple of key players like that. Uh, it's a big factor. Now I'm not suggesting that Alakos wouldn't have won the match. To be honest about it, uh, but they were the bigger goal threat. I will accept. Now, having said that, go back on the if you went back in the video and look at what uh, Stephen Murphy saved. I mean, he saved two absolute certain goals, and uh, so to be fair to him, so you have to contrast opportunities that were taken by uh, O'Loughlin's well created, put them away the bridge created a few opportunities, didn't put them away and coupled with a couple of lads lost I, I thought that tilted the balance in O'Loughlin's favour who deserved to win the game now I did think the bridge had win it beforehand but I'd like to have seen them with their full hand and then see how it works out Kieran, um, you
0: talk about O'Loughlin's this year and you talk about <coughs> half-back lanes and their half-back lane again yesterday like uh, 5 points from play from your half-back lane is some return Yeah, five points of play, they've been
2: doing that all year, but an outstanding defensive performance as well. I thought Deegan led them brilliantly. We gave Manit a match to Jordan Millet. I thought he was outstanding. He was brilliant right throughout the game. And they held the Bridge forwards. The starting forwards were held to three points from play. Sean Mercy, Jason Clear and uh, Jack 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 Campion came on as a sub and James Hughes who played in the forwards despite wearing number seven they got a point apiece and normally you know Bennisbridge are free scoring high scoring team and they held them to that I know Nicky Clear got 11 frees and Davy Blanche got a few points as well but the forwards were held pretty well and um, and obviously you know you had a situation here where one team got three goals and the other team didn't get any that's the difference you know is when you have those numbers the team with the goals are going to win and there's no question uh, you know Lachlan's are in the final now they'll look to improve in a couple of areas uh, they probably want a bit more from the likes of Owen O'Shea, Sean Bulger, Keane, Ly. Maybe a bit more from them boys. They have it in them. Uh, they'll need to get it. And obviously Mark Bergen going to be practising freeze for about 24 hours a day. And I would say I don't think I ever saw him missing three frees in a match. Uh, so he'll he'll be tuning in and nailing them now next Sunday. But I think the 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 obvious the the cliched line at the moment is that you've got the county forwards against the county backs in the final and uh, it's mm. not quite as simple as that now but there will be some great battles there but uh, just on, on on yesterday's game in fairness to Loughlins they stayed at it it wouldn't be it wouldn't be outrageous to say that Benisbridge were the better team but the Loughlin's got the win and Eamon um, Butler's is right semi-finals
0: are there to be won yeah no exactly yeah hundred percent and. Um, Kiran, just on that as well, you have to give huge credit to Mark Berlin. He missed the freeze but he came up there in the second half a crucial stage three points from play, you know. One in the first half obviously, but then two at a crucial stage where Bennis Bridge were really coming back into the game.
2: He did, and and that's sh- that, that's great character, it's great resolve to do that because it's easy to drop the head, miss and freeze. You know, one or two of them were quite easy for his standards, but he he you could see him settling himself even a little bit more over the next one and made sure of it, and then get the points from play and contributed in the match as well. You know, I uh, you know you'd never worry about a lad like Mark in terms of that. You just you'd be surprised at him missing the freeze, but I'd never wonder
0: you know worry about it, yeah, how no. he'd respond to it or right like that. That wouldn't be in question. No, definitely not. Um, Pat for. Venice Bridge, you know, the, uh, to score 22 points and 22 scores to 19 really but just lacked that goal and they had chances there a crucial one before half time Willie Murphy was in and a brilliant save from Stephen Murphy then there was another one where I think Jordan Malay got back and you know blocked it on the line and you mm. know it, they just and right,
3: it. right at the finish Stephen Murphy made a great save yeah. and so did uh, uh, Hugh, Lawler, Hugh Lawler followed yeah. up again you know but I, I thought Bridge reacted fierce well after the after the you know um, O'Loughlin's got the goal after Conor Kelly's goal I mean they came down and scored three points they did yeah. And, and got momentum and looked like they were going to they were going to uh, get O'Lacklands on the line, you know. They they scored three great points.
0: and two bad uh, weeds as well. Yeah,
3: exactly. So it looked it looked uh, as if they were and uh, like uh, O'Lacklands did awful well to rescue that, and they rescued it with a goal as mm. well, you know, uh, and and the pint I think. But um, yeah, it was, Bridge were getting goals. Up up to that in, in, in their games in their two previous games and they were winning matches and it just didn't it didn't, didn't work out from yesterday but uh, I, I, I thought it was, a, it, was a, it was going to be a big win for whichever team won it in the circumstance the way the de- game developed if the bridge had to come from behind from that goal and and uh, and point down and and win it was going to be a massive win mm. and all Auckland's to hang on to win it I think is still a big is a massive win for them.
0: Oh it is yeah definitely um, grind out that win you know
3: yeah yeah
0: you know, No, no 100 percent kicks them on it does yeah it gives them confidence too you know and good use of the bench too I thought Rowan Buckley had a a good influence when he came on too he came out with three vital balls there you know and his pace in around the full back lane yeah at that the, stage of the game
3: Yeah and there was one other thing that I, I I think worth mentioning is that when the game was in the balance O'Loughlin's uh, went for it they pushed Paddy Deegan forward yeah. took him out centre back that was a massive call like to bring him to midfield he scored a point from there and and that uh, and, and uh, they went after the game they didn't just say well we'll try you know which is the natural thing to do in a close game. You don't do anything that'll lose the game on us. Mm, but they went caution to the win. Yeah, they went positive, mm. you know, and 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 got the win. I, I thought that was a, a massive call in the circumstances as well.
0: Yeah, no, hundred percent. Because Hugh Lawler came out with two or three balls as well, you know, further out the pitch yeah. as well. And when you see him coming, you kind of you're not sure if he can make these oh, unbelievable runs straight down through straight the middle, day, you know. Yeah, but yeah. And you no, know, that's a brilliant pint as well, Pat. Um, then the second semi final, Nicky, um, James Stevens and the Shamrocks. And look, um, just James Stevens and only a pint on the board for 15 minutes and then they grew back into a few frees and that. But look, yeah, just the brought Shamrocks. Yeah, 7
1: 6, but it was much down to the, some of the sloppy stuff the Shamrocks were doing, giving away a lot of stupid frees. But really, there was only one team in this. I mean, we saw one of the great exhibitions of hurling by an individual in d- Nolan Park. Did you know? I know there's been many over the years, but this was up with the best from T.J. Reid. I mean, he just rose to collect balls there like a gazelle, and brought him down. And every time he brought a ball down, he knew exactly where to hit it. It was he, he. He could have. He probably could have got another good five or six points himself. But he saw immediately where it was a player in a position. The first goal, like Adrian Mullen, I mean, he had his back to Adrian Mullen when he got that ball. Mm. But he immediately so, turned and hit it across because he had spotted before he caught the ball what he was going to do with it. The easier option was to
0: give it to Neil Charlton. I totally agree. Yeah, yeah. Totally, yeah, yeah. And
1: even in the second half, I mean, look at it, it was. The James Stevens were hugely disappointed now. I mean I just thought they'd give them I know we've always said they're never traded out again the again the Shamrocks, but look yesterday it was men and boys. That's just there's no point in being I'm not being disrespectful to James Stevens. They were completely out of the game and it was they were lucky there was another two or three goals scored against them, to be honest about it. Yeah, just I I
0: <laughs> pulled up on this one last week as well, Nicky, this fear of the Shamrocks like James Stevens last time the bet was in seventeen, and in the meantime, they went over to Nolan Park with a fancy twenty-one team and lost without four Mullins. The Shamrock said we're out four Mullins, you know. So it's like time moves
1: on as well. No, I, I I'm taking I, I accept what you're saying now. I mean, it was always that way. But if, if if there was if maybe there was no fear when the ball was thrown in yesterday, but I mean, the fear was there after five minutes because the game was was, was heading only in one direction. Yeah. Um. Um.
0: And just I suppose for for James Stevens like four points from play from your starting forwards you know a very poor return and I know um, Luke Scanlon got two as well but like they were relying on kind of freeze to take him into it and no one like say I feared for the village going over you know from last year's team they were without Connor Brown Neil Mullins Matthew Root you know and they're really lacking a leader up front
4: yeah, they were lacking a lot of um, losing a lot of experience from last year's team and I, as I kind of copped on to yesterday I suppose Niall Brazil was kind of the main man early in the game everything was kind of coming through him coming out uh, every attack he was kind of setting up and kind of I suppose just before Adrian Mullen's goal Bally Hale put TJ on him and just kind of that stopped the ball coming out and that was the only kind of out ball that the village had and even at that like James uh, the Bally Hale were just putting the ball over the bar at ease, like you know Adrian Mullen yesterday and then you look at the second half like Colin Finley. You know, he, he popped up with his two goals in the second half, and there the could have been more goals. Only for Gavin Koskin pulled off some great saves, but um, you know, five goals scored yesterday: Adrian Mullen, TJ Reid, Colin Finley, and On oh, um, Cody. Cody. So there you go. You know, the, your big name players come to the party when the championship is in the melting pot. Yeah, Kieran, you covered the game for um, for the radio, and your
0: report brilliant last night. some summarised the game, but. Um, like, what were your thoughts on the overall game again? Like, just for anyone that didn't hear it last night, I
2: oh, mean, the game was very one-sided, Kiran. You had a team who were much better than the other team on the field. There's no question. It was. Uh, I'm not going to start drooling again. I did enough <laughs> of it yesterday. But it was. Uh, it was an absolute privilege to be there, Kiran, to see one of the greatest hurlers of all time deliver one of his best performances. It was brilliant, um, majestic. The pass for Adrian Mullen's goal. The pass for Collins' goal. A couple of the high catches, and and. You know, you'll say a lot of things about TJ, but nobody will ever accuse him of being greedy. He he sometimes passes the ball too much. He's bringing everybody into the game. And I can only... You know, Owen Keneally and Nile Shortle, they mustn't sleep at night with the excitement of playing with somebody like that. Mm. And and they 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 are blossoming now as part and parcel of this team. And he just sees them and he gives them the ball. There's no such thing as God they're only young lads, they don't trust them or this. They trust each other to the end degree. And and, and rightly so. And and they're brilliant hurlers. I like, can and and one thing I like about them, you know, they they did one move, which was like the Harlem Globe Trappers with hand passing going through. And they just opened up the village and it ended with um Gavin Costigan making a good save from Conor Welch. It could have been another goal. But they also have no fear of going long. Richie Reid gets the balls and it's bang, down to the far end. They have no fear of that whatsoever. So they can play any way you like. You can mix it up and they'll go with that, you know. And uh, they have good targets in Colin and inside, knowing Cody, obviously. TJ drifts in every now and then and and he's trying to find the spaces and finds them. But the others uh, around them are blossoming. The likes of those two lads I mentioned, Conor Welch and Liam Barron. They're 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 really blossoming as part of it and those lads you know you talk about the players that they're missing but there's no point in talking about the must be missing anyone because they'll have 15 excellent hurlers on the field or 14 as Adrian Mullen said in the interview sometimes they, <laughs> yeah. but they, that, that's what they'll have on the field you know and, and they're they're just a joy to watch now and uh, you know I, I said it yesterday and the one thing I will finish on is that um, you know, is not going to be around forever, so kick any supporters every time he's heard and get out there and watch him <coughs> until the day he calls it a day, and we'll give him a round of applause yeah. then because. It's just brilliant to watch.
0: And hopefully it's not time soon. Well, It'll hopefully not. No, then. no. Well, hey, come here. Be like you, Keeney there and Ballyboden. Did you see <laughs>
2: him near the end uh, heading for injury time and he's sprinting back down the field to defend and up the field to score? I mean, he's fighting, I think you know, he had a bit of a groin injury last year. He's flying this year.
0: Yeah. He really is. I was talking to someone in the gym last week and when they played Dixborough, Um, someone was talking to the referee and the referee was on being on the day but he couldn't believe that TJ came up to him with five minutes to go and I think they were four pints down or three pints down he asked him how long is left? Five minutes, and he just heard to "Lads, plenty of time. Come on, just rally <laughs> them all again." You know, and that's the way he thinks. But Pat I uh, who had a powerful game yesterday as well was uh, Derek Carker. I thought he was outstanding at fullback. Uh,
2: yeah, I
3: thought he, I, I thought he was uh, invincible yesterday. He, he just dominated and came out with ball after ball. Um, yeah, the, 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 look, the Shamrocks uh, were were uh, comfortable yesterday and uh, all through, and uh, they, you know, the the they bagged the goal and uh, I think they score five goals against the, the village in the in the league game as well to it's to a level to of the day you know so, three
0: in the last few yeah
3: minutes. Uh, so they they're bang on form going into the final um I give O oh, plenty of a chance in it though and uh, one like Owen Cody scored a goal and a pint in that but I didn't think Owen Cody was up to what he, he can be yesterday now it was I think it was the last goal he killed the ball coming down out of the air it was absolutely brilliant piece of skill mm. turned and went and I think it ended up with Colin Fenley putting it in the net it was a wonderful piece of skill but uh uh, I I I think they'll they'll probably look to get more out of him now in the final, and uh, that's maybe a, a big thing to be saying. Uh, that you know if he can give more in the final, how much more will 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 they have? You know. Yeah, no, I I agree with you, Pat. Yeah,
0: uh, I, I thought he, he was, he was just, patchy. He was patchy you know, and yeah. kind of trying to overdo things with the ball yeah, and kind of yeah. on the show rather than just stick to the game. And you that's know, right. He yeah, does yeah,
3: best. yeah, yeah. Do the do the do the simple things well, but I think we're in for a great final.
0: Yeah, no, definitely, I'd agree. Right, uh, before we go to the break, we'll be talking to Andy after the break, but uh, we have a text in from Benjamin. Grieving to team, I'm always impressed by Brian Hogan, wonder if he might be a future manager for the Black and Amber. If the Shamrocks do prevail, it could be their greatest success yet, given the players they've lost and the need to beat the three City teams in successive rounds, and that's from Benjamin, and there's every possibility, Benjamin, and uh, time will tell. Great to hear from you, as always. Right, James, after the break, where we'll have Andy Comfort.
1: Towers, World of Gaelic Games.
0: And welcome back, as always. We're delighted to be joined on the Monday, getting the views of Andy Comfort. Good evening, Andy. Evening, Ciarán. Great, Great. Great. stuff, so, yeah. How are we getting on? Not too bad, Andy. Uh, obviously, we'll start with a victory for O'Loughlin Gale, just uh, back in the county final and where they want to be when they would have targeted at the start of the year.
5: Oh, yeah. Would without you. grinded out the victory. Got the goals at the right time and sure... Uh, you know, it wasn't nothing spectacular, but listen, we the boys got the job done and, uh, you know, we had a few very good performances got us over the line and um, happy to be in the final now. And uh, I suppose two years ago they are in the final and should the lads know now what's required and um, I think they're improving. And uh, like Benesbridge are a tough physical team and it was it was a tough... You know, tough match, and uh, I suppose a great start with the goal early on. You know, it's, it's very—it's a great help to get a score like that early in the game and to set us on the right road. And, um, you know, it wasn't anything, any flair or anything flamboyant, but uh, we're there now in the final, and um, 50-50, you know.
0: Yeah, and um, we were just talking, Andy, before we spoke. To you, you know, a good tough game like that, where you have to grind it out in the end. You know, it's um, it can really stand in the semi final and set you up nicely then for a final.
5: Ah, yes. Listen, like you're real, you have to be real, realistic as well. The challenge that's ahead of, ahead of the lads, it, you know, it's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a massive task. But listen, with only two teams left in it. They're in with a great shout. We have a good... The players are mature and a lot of the younger players who were young a few years ago now they're after growing up and they know what it's about. County lads are hurling well, solid. So, listen... Like tough matches, you can't beat them, Kieran. You know, you, you know yourself there, you, you get a tough match uh, and uh stand definitely. So, listen, we got the tough match against Bennett's We showed we were able to get a few goals, so that's a, definitely a plus. Long range points as well, we scored. So, listen, it'd be positive and uh, Ballyhale will have to hurl to beat us. You know what I mean, Kieran? I think you know, if they turn up with a lacklustre performance we'll we be the kind of team that could beat them you know, so listen ever the optimist we have to be optimistic, I know it's a tall challenge, but listen, a lot of clubs would love to be there, wouldn't they?
0: Oh No, definitely, and I'd agree with you Andy, I think you know, if you get matchups in that race, and um, you know the likes of Hugh Lawler there, and Mikey Butler you know, they match them lads up again, the Ballyhill men lads and you know, Paddy Deegan there as well, and you're getting great return out of half back line. You know, you know, just Loughlins are going yeah. to be hard to beat.
5: Yeah, oh, I think listen, the, I think it's going to boil down to one word, and it's hunger. And like, if if we are hungry to win this Valley Hill could, you know, have have done it, have been there, they're going for six in a row. We have to be that extra little zip that has to be in us with the hunger that's required. And I think the boys. They won't need any, any, any motivation to get stuck into this game. And, uh, listen, as I, as I said already, Benesbridge are a good yardstick. We got over. Can't beat winning tight matches. You know, and we got a tight match against Mullinavat. So the, our character, the, the team, the 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 Loughlin's team character has been tested. And, you know, the players have come through. Jared Malay is hurling very well. Connor here. He is adapting, now forwards and and hurling very well. So listen, there's a lot of pluses. and I suppose there's room for improvement as well. They'll look at it and they'll analyse it and say, listen, we have to improve in this sector, we have to improve um, in in that sector. So listen, there's improvement there, but I think the hunger is is the main thing. Are, are the boys hungry to win it? And I think they will be. And listen, Ballyhale are down a little bit. You know, Loughlin's are a team that can work and 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 dog it out in the end. You know, so listen, the two weeks to go. I'd be, i be, uh, as I said, a lot of teams would would love to be there, and we're there. So listen, the boys are all of them. They're great men. They know what it takes to win it as well, which is another big fundamental point. You know, these lads have, who are over team have been there, and 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 they know what it takes. So listen. Th- it's going to take a whole new dimension the final and uh, like as you say you're going to have to come up against three three potentially the best horrors in the country at the moment so it's a tall order but listen they should rise to the challenge i think a times yeah
0: yeah no 100% and um, the second semi final then um, and he barred barred maybe the ten minutes of the second quarter. Shamrocks had it all the wrong way, and uh, just a disappointing performance for James Stevens. But you have to take your hat off to the Shamrocks as well.
5: Ah, oh, yeah, some of, like some of the scores were fantastic. And like, listen, there was paid a mission for you, alone to watch TJ Reid there. He's going, he, he's hurling so well at the moment there, and, and seems to be getting better with age. Ballyhale, or, or listen took the transition of losing the few players that they've lost and seem to be modern as well. But um, I don't know. Like, listen, it's very difficult to see see what happened to James Stevens. It wasn't a typical James Stevens performance. But listen, you're, as I said before, you're up against three the potentially the best orders in Ireland at the moment uh, in the forward Division. So, like, they're going to unhinge you. So you have to be watertight against them to you know to hold them lads out. Listen, I don't know. Like, was it a true reflection on how how good James Stevens? It definitely wasn't a reflection on on James Stevens. You know that they're, they're not that bad a team, and it's just that the Shamrock's hit hit them with soccer punches. And you know that's it's hard to take when they're when they're getting goals. It's Very difficult to be you know motivated and and see light at the end of the tunnel when these lads are banging in goals the way they are. You know.
0: Yeah, I I think myself, Andy, could have been a small bit of a hangover from the league as well, where they had a convincing lead, you know, and the Shamrocks rounded them in and I think I think that really shattered the, the James Stevens confidence after that, you know, because a win like that yeah. in, the, in the league, you know, it, it can drive you yeah. on. But I think the kinda of, the struggle over Grey Bally in the quarter final and then, you know, just they were nowhere near the Shamrocks then yesterday.
5: Yeah, listen. We know you know, Karen and Mickey and 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 and, and our analysts of Ireland, they know that James Stevens are not that bad, and the players and personnel are not that bad. It's just one of those days that just didn't, it just didn't happen for them. And like Nicole, like day, they're going to look at it and say, listen. We, we, like only a couple of years ago, they, they run James De- uh, the very, very close with the same personnel. So listen, it was just an off day for James Stevens, unfortunately. You know, but you're coming up against a serious team, and if you're off at a millimetre, you're going to be heavily penalised, and that's what Ballyhea will do. you at least little slip least little misdirected pass and like the capital lays on and, and, it and the capital lays on a heavy, they hit you very, very heavily you know, you're paying the ultimate price if you make a mistake if you don't get the ball in your hand first time or pushed off the ball because they're so strong you make it uh, a, a pass a bad pass in the backs bad puck out, heavily, heavily penalised so listen. isn't you have to have all your A's dotted and your T's crossed to beat them you know because they're a serious serious outfit but every team is beatable and listen um, we we'll be as we said before we're, we're, we have the read lads there and they've been there and done it they'll have the players motivated and I think um, a couple of key lads that we have hurled well you know will be there or thereabouts so we're consistent I think our Lachlan performances are becoming consistent they're playing well battling hard finishing strong you know these are the things that you're going to need against you're going to have to be prepared to play for 70 minutes and, and 70 minutes flat out against um these lads and, as I said, limit, uh, limit your mistakes. as, as l- Keep it as low as you can and uh, you're in with the shout. So, listen, it's tough to t- all order, but as we said before, there's only two teams left in the now
0: and we're one of them. Yeah, no, exactly. And, and we we give but you a ring next Monday night as well. Yeah. yeah. Well,
5: listen, I suppose, listen, I just want, like, I don't know. A lot of lads are given out there, on I suppose you heard it yourself about the standard of the of the play and the way, like like it's not it's no reflection on the players I suppose the way the Hurling is developing over the time and you'll probably have this debate all along I suppose yourself Nicky and, and uh, Patrice and Barry and talking about like what, what direction Hurling is going like I was talking to a guy there from Cork and there wasn't one shot taken at the goal and I know it's we're deviating from what we were speaking out there, um, review of the two semi-finals, but just, uh, it's hard. To, you know, it's hard when you hear of other matches there where, where there's no shots at goal. Now we had goals yesterday in the games and all that, but I just wanted to see, like, w- w- regards to the hurling ball and how w- it's very, very hard to see. You know, with the hurling ball, the, the way it is at the moment, and I suppose the debate for another day. But we need to. I think we need to have. Knowledgeable guys going along there, Nicky, and and see like what direction hurling is going because the the stat the, like it's becoming a, a bit a bit you know sharp passing and long puck outs goalkeeper having the majority of the ball in the game, directing the ball, directing the flow of the game, and he's you know sixty odd puckouts in the game. I don't know what's your opinion on the Cairon
0: yeah no look I'd be a traditionalist, Andy and I'd be all for you know getting the ball in around the square the high ball in around and, and good movement and all that for you know just get the ball into your scores and that but look the way the game has developed and running through the lanes and all and lads coming forward from Hundred yards, halfbacks, yeah. and that. I be traditionalist myself now, but
5: yeah, well, yeah, and and like, I suppose, like I look at I reading a few articles on the ball and the weight of it, and this, that, and the other. But I suppose, listen, it's it's how far these guys are pu- poking the ball nowadays, isn't it? Like, it's uh, a different ball to what we were using years ago, and like, it's going that extra ten, fifteen, twenty meters, you know, so. You know, it's Asher. It is what it is that you say for the moment, and until someone comes along in, in the Harland Development Committee and say, "Listen, we have to really look at this." Something that we I think we need to have a little debate about whether or something like that on a Monday night or sometime during the winter when we have a bit of time here on and chat it out. Like the ball, it seems to be the key to. Where the hurling was and where it is now, that's the fundamental change has been the hurling ball. And I think I was reading where the rim on the ball has gone down to a millimetre, and the rim on the old ball was between five and seven metre. Like the trajectory of the ball and the, uh, uh, and the resistance to the wind is going too far. Listen. I don't know how much... Like cricket is a game that was played for the last 500 years and they haven't changed the ball. Why do we have to go along and change a hurling ball? You know, just because somebody says uh, it needs to be changed and speeded up. I don't know. Some, like Somebody needs to stand up and say, listen, this can't keep going on the way it's going, you know, because the spectacle has gone over it and... and, and, and like, to look at a hurling match, you know, compared to the ones we use, as you said, traditionally years ago, you know, it's far fetched far far away far from it, isn't it, at the moment?
0: Yeah, no no, definitely. And the and um, it's it's definitely something we we'll have a good chat because we'll have um, plenty. Oh, of, yeah. Plenty of dark Monday nights over the winter when all the horns over and we'll be on the bit. yeah, definitely, yeah. And
5: and look at it and like we're not going to change it on 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 the radio changes here. But like listen, it's something definitely. The ball is 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 the one one fundamental that has changed and and listen the ball, because the ball is so spongy and rubbery that the ball, the boys don't have to need as long a hurl and they're able to flick a, a flick ball with a, you know, basically like a tennis racket. it 30 metres there, whereas years ago you wouldn't be able to do that, you know. So, listen, it, it needs to be opened up, but we can't keep... Like, if we're a traditional county and, and I suppose there is, you know we need to address the problem and 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 say listen we have to stand up here and say listen, this is not going to the, to the to the spectacle that it was 15 20, 20 years ago you know uh and i think it's the ball is the key isn't it
0: yeah, no, 100%, Andy. Um, Andy, that's where we leave for tonight. We'll get hold of you again next Monday night, where b- we'll be a week out from the county final and we'll get your we'll
5: opinion. will be a week out, yeah, yeah and, we'll have, yeah, and we'll have a good analyse of it and we'll know where we stand. And as I said, we're, we're delighted to be in as, uh, as a club and, and uh, listen. Fifty-fifty
0: 50 now, isn't it? Yeah, no, absolutely, and uh, we look forward to that. Yeah. Thanks a million, Andy, for joining us. OK, come on, yeah, uh, thanks we, very we'll much. we'll talk yeah. to you oh, next okay. Monday night. Thanks, Andy. I have, yeah. yeah, thanks very much, yeah. And that was Andy Comfort. Join us there. Uh, sounds like he's busy there in the background, but uh, we, we'll um, join us after the break where we'll be talking to Aoife Lennigan.
1: TC Tar's World of Gaelic Games. TC TARS
6: World of Gaelic Games.
0: And welcome back as always on the Monday. We're delighted to be joined by Efe Lanning. Good evening, Efe.
6: Good evening, Kieran.
0: Eve, we have the finalists now in the in the senior and the intermediate and um Dixborough and Wyngap, for a first ever county final for Wyngap in senior level.
6: It is, yeah. It's great to see um Dixborough kinda of back again, like they're on foot, fifth in a row. Um, yes, um, looking at this, uh they've played already in the league against each other. Kind of Dixburg getting the better of them, but uh, yeah, it's an, uh, a great final to, to, to look at, to, to, to see it on paper. That uh, you hope know, that Wangap will um, kind of come out strong and do give a good, a good performance. Not like the win in the league, they couldn't. Get, they started off well in the league, but kind of Dixburg kind of took over. But you know Dixburg playing Pilton at the weekend. Um, Piltown leading a half-time, you're thinking we're Piltown kind of going to build on it, but um Dick's better were saying, right? <laughs> you're not getting the better of us this year, right, we've continued on the, their, their good performances against Piltown this year, like getting that two-point victory over them, yeah. so it's going to be a, a, a good tussle on Saturday.
0: Yeah, and um, like you said, obviously they're after meeting a couple of times this year, and the Borough after coming out on top, and it's hard to keep coming out on top against the likes of Piltown, but they have now booked their place in the final and they won't have had an easy against Weingap either. You know, Wayne Gap will be able to throw Carson <laughs> to the wind, all the pressure will be on the borough.
6: There will be, yeah. Like, you, you look at this um, Dixburg and Thomas last year's final, like, you think uh, Dixburg had it, Thomas got a goal, and then the winning point. And in the end, when Dixburg had come back and equalised, so yeah, pressure will be on, on, on Dixburg to kind of continue on and their good performances this year. Um, as you said, Weingap throw caution to the wind, like, if you look at uh, they have young K- Kira O'Shea who's excellent on freeze. it's not just Denise that's doing it, um, Michaela Mi- Mi- Keneally in centre-back, uh, great uh, Ali Kennedy in goal, so yeah, they have a good few county players that uh, I have stood up this year in county as well and in clubs, so yeah, it's going to be as I said earlier, good to
0: Yeah, no, definitely, and then the intermediate any Isha?
6: intermediate is Moonkind and Rohran Ron Rohran um had a good win over Dane Sports at the weekend. Coover uh, Mota murta um, t- getting back in on the goals, getting two yesterday. Uh, Kelly Hamilton scoring 3-2 and uh, uh, Korea Langton scoring 1-2 one, one. her goal was a penalty. So yeah, the goals were coming back for the Roar at the right time, so like uh, at the start people are saying that Roar only scoring six points when they started the league against Moonkine. Moonkine got the better of them, but that's going to be a right tussle too. If you look at it, it's Moonkine coming out the better side of Lachlan's yesterday. Uh, who had Munkine and O'Loughlin had played earlier in the league semi-final and O'Loughlin's coming out better side that time so like both games you're kind of thinking what kind of a day was yesterday? in Dane's 4 to Munkine and O'Loughlin's playing half time it was Munkine 4 uh, pints O'Loughlin's 2 pints don't know what type of weather was I wasn't around but like kind of and you see it at that at half time the score mm-hmm. and then in the second half like Munkine coming out winning 2-8 uh, 1-6 uh, uh, O'Loughlin's I say very disappointed that they, they didn't get going and continue on that good performance that they had in the quarterfinals. Yeah, but Roar Moonkine now will kind of go up into get into up into senior.
0: Yeah, Moonkine you know, up from junior, isn't it not uh, um, recently enough?
6: Covid, the Covid uh, year, so 2020. Yeah, yeah, they won junior. So you you look at us as uh, Roar have been senior before and have kind of gone up between senior and intermediate all the time over the last. Four or five years, so yeah, they'll be edging kind of, to have been in the, the county, county final last year against James Stevens, had been winning at, at halftime in the final against the village last year. So they they kind of know that if they're leading, they'll want to continue on the lead and, and take it. But Munkine have, um, have fantastic players. You look at all the Crowleys, five or six of them. Um, Sarah Crowley and fantastic centre back as always. Uh, then Deirdre Walsh and Laura, Laura Wall there and full forward as well. So they've all great players. So it's going to be to see who who gets the the ball at the right stage and kind of gets their goals and can get pints either. Like but goals do as we say. And at the moment it's the Roar getting the goals.
0: Yeah, but I'd be right in saying that the Moonkine Junior hurlers won the championship the same year as the girls won the junior and yep. here they are in the two intermediate finals again so history yep. could repeat itself.
6: History could, yep.
0: You know it'd be interesting and then in the junior grade, if The
6: junior grade they had the quarterfinals yes, so out so, out so of the junior quarterfinals, uh, Dixborough again against Pilltown, um came out on winners on that, two six to four points and Tullah against the Roar has a good win for 20-1-2 so the semi finals draw for next weekend are Greg Namana versus Dixborough and on Sunday then is John Locksmith's Bridge versus Tuller oh, great tussles with all those games as well like you look at it Greg Namana have had the, the league the league final didn't perform well in the league final had been from good up to the league final but didn't perform that day in their uh, kind of raring to go again now to get back in because I went straight into the semi-final after being in the league final. And the same with John Locks, bridge against Tuller. Tuller have had the, a, a delayed league, league um, summer league to play and they won that. So, yeah, so great matches all for next weekend.
0: Yep. any other Camogie uh, moves for um,
6: Well, one big thing that came out today is the trialling of potential proposed changes to Camogie playing rules aimed to enhance game flow and skill and they're hoping to try them out in the college's uh, season this year, 2023-2024. Uh, so, say, rule one will be a quick <laughs> hook out, which has kind of been there, but kind of have a, a quicker one to do it. Uh, next one, then, is rough play and descent. So, basically, they're going to allow shoulder-to-shoulder sh- shoulder contact. Will be permitted, but not the aggressive type. You don't shove someone out of the way, kind of, but it has to be shoulder-to-shoulder, shoulder, which a lot of people have been saying that uh, they want to kind of get Camogie more into like column, but you don't want to be too aggressive either the oh. hand pass the proper way of hand passing and ruling sideline poke is the, the, the big one standing out um, I know we get two pints if you score from the sideline but the big one is if you have a sideline ball in your own 45 you're allowed to take it out your own out your hand the same way as they're doing a quick free out of your own hand, yeah, out yeah, your yeah. hand in a free which I presume if you're the last person at the ball I don't know what way they're going to do the sideline can score from it <laughs> well if, well, if you're very good at it I, I don't know it doesn't mention it there now but it does say uh, uh, from a score and you can still get your two points so probably Nicky I'd say a clean catch that's another standing outstanding one uh, uh, if players can call a mark from a clean catch past the 45 metre line from their own team's puck out so kind of getting a bit like football I think is it and then the last one then is concussion substitute, they're bringing in that if a player goes down and there's concussion the referee has a right to decide the authority to prevent a player from returning if they believe the player is unfit to play due to concussion, which I think
0: that's the most logical one isn't it?
6: it's the most logical one and it's about time because a lot of players do get up and continue playing and it's not great then when you see them having to go to hospital after,
0: Absolutely. Anything else for us, Aoife? No, that's it. That's brilliant, Tifa. Thanks a million for your in-depth report as always for us from all the, the grades. Uh, we've a good few texts to get through here. We'll try to get through a few of them just before we finish. Freshwood have been the farm team in junior, but sounds made a toller her time in the run to perfection. Matchups for the senior county final could be interesting. Lawler versus Fenley will be important, I'm sure Mickey Butler will pick up one of Adrian Muller on Cody while Lockens won't fear playing the Shamrocks and will cut. We'll have a cut on like yesterday. Where do Brain Cody and Jane Stevens go after yesterday's display? <laughs> Extremely poor from a Brain Cody team who appear to lack a bit of fight, and that's from Richie Hogan. We have another text in here. Uh, Thomas he had said if the scene final is good, that's the Channel's first of borough match. We'll have a great final. That's from Thomas. And we have another one here. The thing with barely had to make a, te- a simple game look simple. No over elaboration of hand passing around the back f- for the sake of it. As the saying goes, it's around the opposition's twenty-one that you score and win the game with quick and quality ball into the forwards. Hurling is a simple go- game when it's coached and, pro- and played properly, and that's from Davy. Thanks for all your takes. We have a good few more. We won't get through them, lads. Before we finish, um, Aoife, what was your highlight from the weekend.
6: Um, I suppose standing out uh, to see Wincap getting to a county final. Uh, for their first senior county final uh, well if Barry Rangers had got you, would have been there too Like, it's great to see different teams but also one is I suppose to see Thomastown staying up because yeah. winning last year they probably thought they'd, they'd love to stay and they are staying up now they're happy with
4: that on. <coughs> TJ Reid <laughs> SM TJ Reid
1: eh? uh, the two great other 13 finals by the way we'll have those interviews next Sunday night I'm not forgetting about them and the performance of the, uh, the, the, the identical twins from Callan the two, yeah, Harkers. Two,
0: Harkers, yeah, two brilliant chaps uh, Pat? Um, it'll have to be TJ's pass to um, Adrian Mullen for yeah. the goal. I'm going to say Stephen Murphy, my highlight, you know he was brilliant in the goal and just handball news thanks to all the volunteers who turned up yesterday and to all the pe- people who generally support our annual Flag Day collection, it's greatly appreciated and it's our main fundraiser for the year and I'd just like to thank the lads as well Give me the opportunity to present the man of the match award to TJ Reid there, a real highlight of my sporting career and we call it a journalism career here but we won't be <laughs> but uh, thanks to the lads it was absolutely brilliant to meet uh, TJ there and present them with the award. so right that's where we leave for tonight thanks to all the lads for joining me in the studio thanks to Andy for joining me on the phone and most of all thanks to you for listening at home and of course our sponsors TC Tires stay tuned after 7 for Country Time with Martin Morris till next time good night and God bless we'll have to rob 15 minutes off Martin I think next week but uh, <laughs> we'll talk to you then